0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Game Plan Podcast, a New York Jets audio experience hosted by me, Tyler, and we're back with another episode of the Game Plan Pod. Hopefully, you guys have had a refreshing week thus far. Recording this on a Wednesday evening, as always, a victory week for the New York Jets as they improved to four and three on the year, defeating the New York Giants in overtime. The Giants dropped to a lowly two and six. Um, and thinking about their future, the Jets right in the thick of things in the AFC. Um, with the Chargers coming to town on Monday night, so a bit of a recap here first um, on the Giants game, which was one of the more interesting games, I should say, the last last couple of years uh, in terms of the Jets and you know how they played on defense and you know just a stellar game on defense. Obviously, the Jets kind of just preparing for the run on every down um, with Tommy DeVito back there, with uh, Tyrod Taylor going down um, somewhat early in the game. Tommy DeVito comes in uh, and. You know, doesn't throw the ball at all, and the Jets kind of just tee off um, on Saquon Barkley. Barkley, uh, 36 brushes for, you know, over 100 yards. Um, the Jets knew they were going to run, and, you know, Barkley broke a few off, but ultimately it wasn't enough for them to, give, to get the victory, right? And Graham Gano, the Giants kicker, uh, kind of threw the game away with that missed kick. Shout-out to Will McDonald. I posted the clip on my Instagram, but just what, what a play, uh, jumping over um, – You know, the holder there and kind of just, you know, making it really tough for Godot to get that field goal down the middle. And, uh, you know, that was a game changer. Uh, And plays like that get you on defense, right? I know the Jets have a revolving, uh, kind of a rotating door, I should say, on the defensive line. Will McDonald, um, not yet featured as one of the premier pass rushers, you know, coming off the edge, such as, you know, Jermaine Johnson, Carl Lawson who's kind of taken a back seat as of late uh, to Bryce Huff, who is coming along quite nice, I should say. Bryce Huff, Joe Douglas spoke in his press conference on Tuesday, stating that Huff and, uh, you know, the Jets, his agents have had preliminary conversations. Um, that's a guy that, you know, you want to have stick around for a little bit, obviously. Uh, Huff is a very good pass rusher, one of the best in the league in terms of efficiency, in terms of pass rush win weight, um, and kind of just all-around good player, right? He's gotten better against the run. Hoping Bryce Huff um, can stay on the New York Jets for the time, you know, for you know as long as as long as the Jets keep him for right. I I feel like you know letting him hit the open market would be uh, would be sinful. So I'm hoping the Jets can keep him in house um, on the team internally for the rest of uh, rest of his career. Right, Bryce, uh, Bryce Huff is just a beast. So hopefully they can keep him around. Um, that's my little rant on Bryce Huff. And you know, against the Giants, the Jets didn't have too many opportunities to really tee off. Um, as I said, Saquon Barkley ran the ball 36 times, um, Tommy DeVito, not really posing as a real threat, uh, throwing the ball out of the backfield. Um, and obviously the Jets pass rush was ready for the run more than they were the past. So at this point, um, you know, we head into this week against the Chargers thinking, okay, this game against the Giants, put it behind us because it really wasn't who we are. Um, we're a team that needs to score points as well. Uh, and I think Zach Wilson, you know, the offense understands that, right? And I know, Obviously, Connor McGovern, Wes Schweitzer, both put on IR. Al Woods uh, as well from the defensive line put on IR. Um, and the Jets trotting out Xavier Newman at center this week, expected to. Uh, Newman played in, in the Giants game some. Uh, the first snap was a fumble. Miscommunication between the center and the quarterback. And then Newman, I thought, handled you know the pressure decently well. I know he had Dexter Lawrence uh, lined up across from him. And obviously, Dexter Lawrence has the... Um, the major win there, but it, it, it felt like, you know, throughout the game, Newman did actually calm down a bit. Uh, that play where um, Wilson completed it to Lazard, 10 seconds left, Newman actually really heads up play to get the ball um, all the way down to uh, where, where it was landed by Lazard and, you know, holding it up for the ref to spot it first and then get it down. I thought that was a pretty heads up play for a guy who's never played center before in his life um, and is still young right I believe he's like 24 so shout out to Xavier Newman um, he's probably going to start this week again at center so the Jets have um, as of right now Mackay Becton, Lakin Tomlinson, Newman, right guard Billy Turner I want to say that's still very up in the air and then Max Mitchell if Dwayne Brown were to come back uh, Robert Solid touching on that today that they you know They hope to activate his 21-day practice window in the coming days here. Um, I don't know if he's going to play this week, but if he plays, you know, next week it would be Dwayne Brown, Lakin Tomlinson. This is from left left to right, right? Dwayne Brown, Lakin Tomlinson, Xavier Newman, Billy Turner, Mekhi Becton, right? Do you slot in Max Mitchell at guard? Um, That's another conversation to have. But as of right now, the Jets' offensive line is definitely in flux um, and a spot to, you know, keep an eye on moving forward because this is a unit that – Coming into the season, lack depth um, at some key positions, and I'm hoping, you know, the Jets can kind of overcome um, a lot of that here. But it seems like they're going to be working with a patchwork offensive line against one of the best defensive lines in football, right? That feature Khalil Mack, Joey Bosa, um, they are going to have to hold up against some of the league's best, right? And the Chargers defense isn't anything to scoff at, right? I, I thought they played a little better as of late. They still give up a ton of points, um, but they are... Um, still a decent team overall. I know, you know, Chargers offense, obviously Justin Herbert, a premier QB in this league. Um, doesn't mean much though. If the Jets can, you know, shut down the likes of Patrick Mahomes, Jalen Hurts. Um, they, they, they should be able to try to rattle Justin Herbert a bit. Um, he is prone to making some mistakes. So hoping the Jets can kind of get in the backfield and cause some pressure. Um, it helps that this game is at home. It helps that there isn't much rain in the forecast for Monday, um, but hopefully the Jets can get some pressure on Herbert to force a few turnovers and a few errant throws. Um, Austin Eckler, who is one of the premier backs in the league, coming off an injury, he's back uh, in full force and used primarily um, as their pri- prime, you know, premier, primary running back uh, last week, right? Um, and it seems like he's back in the into the swing of things here. Keenan Allen, one of the one of the premier. Wide receivers in the league. I'm really looking forward to Keenan Allen versus Sauce Gardner. I think that's actually going to be a really, really cool matchup. Um, we haven't seen that yet, and I think Sauce is the kind of guy who, um, you know, really relishes these opportunities, right? He really, you know, takes pride in going up against some of the league's best, so I'm really, really curious to see how he handles Keenan Allen. Obviously, it won't only be Sauce uh, laying up against him, it'll be DJ Reed. Keenan Allen also lines up in the slots so on Michael Carter II. We'll see some of. Keenan as well. So should just be an all-around good battle there. Um, what else we got? Offensive line for the Chargers is decent. I think they have a pretty good unit there. Um, and we touched on their defense a little bit. So that's just a bit of a preview on the Chargers. Zach Wilson um, coming off a game where he didn't have to do much uh, until the last two minutes. right? He led... Um, a 24-second drive uh, with two chunk plays, 25-plus yards down the field. That is the first time since 2000, yes, the year 2000, that a quarterback led a drive under 30 seconds with two 25-plus-yard chunk plays. Right, that is pretty impressive uh, for a guy who has the most fourth-quarter comebacks with three um, so far this season. Uh, Zach Wilson, the comeback kid. Um, it's pretty, it's pretty remarkable, honestly. Uh, if you take a look at that stat. People call it cherry picking. I call it interesting. I, I think Zach Wilson has been actually pretty good in the fourth quarter. And I know some people also think that, you know, he needs to step up more, you know, a bit earlier, first quarter, second quarter. Make sure, um, you know, you get you get your team in the position to win early on so you don't have to worry about coming back every time. But um, he's done a good job keeping the team in games. I think, you know, they managed them well. Um, and it's similar, honestly, last year. I feel like a lot of people do not touch on this. The Jets were five and two before Brees Hall and AVT got hurt last year. Um, Zach Wilson wasn't playing his best ball, right? He wasn't, I feel like it's similar to this year, right? They just need him to float, right? They, they can't have him sink, but they can have him just float there. Kind of, you know, rise above it. Um, when, when the time is, you know, when the time is, uh, when it's needed, right? I mean, Zach Wilson is a guy who, has shown he has the ability to make basically all the throws and can make throws in, you know, crunch time, can make them when it's needed. um And I think he has, you know, some opportunity here with the Jets to make those plays, right? I mean, obviously, those three comeback tries, you know, by Zach Wilson, uh by, by the Jets offense, you know, doesn't come at really random or a surprise, right? I mean, you have to kind of, you know, cherish the opportunity. You have to kind of, you know, Make the most of it in the opportunity. Thirty seconds left in the game. Throw it downfield. Try to get a field goal, a touchdown. Do the most you can with the time permitting, and uh, you know, Sacks done a pretty good job at that. So um, I can't really fault them too much for last game. They won the game in overtime. Uh, Thomas Morstead, MVP in that game, MVP of the season, to be quite honest. Next to Quincy Williams, Brees Hall. Thomas has just been fantastic. His gratefulness, his, you know, his humbleness on the chats is really refreshing, honestly. And this is the kind of guy people are going to say, Oh yeah, it's a punter, dude. Who, who cares? It's, it's more than a punter. Um, when you have that kind of voice, that kind of guy who provides stature in the locker room like that, it, it means a lot, right? So Thomas Morstead, shout out to him, follows me on Instagram as well. Awesome guy. Um, really stand up personality and just an all around amazing player. So, uh, shout out to Thomas Morstead, uh, kickers, mattath too. So, uh, hoping, um, You know, punters, kickers all around the league get more recognition. Greg Sterlein doing an outstanding job for the Jets as well. Those two guys, one of the best special teams units in the league, led by Bram Boyer. Um, So just shout out to the special teams and all that uh, they've brought there. Um, And a little recap before we end this episode of the trade deadline. So no real trades for the Jets. Ian Rappaport, Brian Costello reporting that. The Jets did inquire about wide receivers Devontae Adams. Mike Evans and T. Higgins. Um, so the Jets are obviously doing some big name hunting a receiver. Nothing came to fruition, obviously, from those uh, inquiries, but who knows? During the offseason, when the Raiders blow it all up, does Devontae Adams look to come to the Jets? Does Aaron Rodgers look to reunite with his old bud? Um, it's definitely possible, and I think it should definitely be something that we keep an eye on um, as the offseason, um, you know, at the end of the season, March, uh, April, but. As of right now, we are focused on the season, and that means LAC versus NYJ. So I will see you guys next Wednesday for another episode of the Game Plan Pod. Um, The Jets obviously signing Roger Saffold to the practice squad um, at the end of trade deadline day. So no real impact, impact moves for the Jets, but Roger Saffold is expected to get elevated from the practice squad to the active roster for some guard depth. So that is also interesting. He's played both guard spots um, and has experience in both throughout his career. So with that said, I will let you guys uh, enjoy the rest of your night, enjoy the rest of your day. Um, and I will be back with another episode of the Game Plan Pod next week. Make make sure you follow me on Instagram at New Jets Game Plan, Twitter at New Jets Game Plan. Um, really appreciate all the love and support on the Instagram. I feel like I've gotten a lot of engagements, a lot of cool – um you know dms and just stuff from you guys so as always you guys are the best um keep doing what you're doing and uh you know i always enjoy reading the comments reading the dms they always make me laugh or um you know they're always insightful as well if you guys have jets questions send them my way uh we can start start the q and a's up again i always like doing those so um with that said i will let you guys go and i will see you next week for another one of these